0: Welcome. How are we?
1: Just welcome to my home. Thank you for inviting me.
0: You're welcome. Mm. Yes, after we travelled all over the countryside for juice. All over
1: the countryside for juice.
0: It's a very exciting time. So, took a while, but I finally got all my notes together. The whole 13 pages of them. The whole
1: 13 pages of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, tell me, what do you know about the serial killer of Samuel Little? Very little. That was a terrible pun.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. Do you know nothing?
1: Can I make the very little pun again? No, you can't no. make the very no, little no, pun nothing. again. Nothing.
0: <laughs> nothing. Okay, so he isn't very well known, which I'm surprised about because this guy is like the devil.
1: Oh, I know that one. I know him. You know him? Yeah. yeah. I've heard of. I've heard of him.
0: Heard of him? Super, super close friends, huh? Mm. Do you? Yes, buds. <laughs> Daily antics with him. Okay, I mean we'll it's going it's gotta beat your daily antics of today of coming to rescue my ass with my hybrid flat yes. battery.
1: It should not your know, dead battery battery car.
0: My dead battery battery car. It's got a name, thank you.
1: Yes it does.
0: It's called Yari. Yes. <laughs> She'd appreciate it if you called her by that.
1: <laughs> I refuse to call her by her government name. <laughs>
0: Uh, okay, anyway. Alright, Samuel Little. He was born June 7th, 1940, in Reynolds, Virginia, by his mother, Bessie Mae Little, who was a 16 year old prostitute at the time, who lived with her grandmother. Um, however, I went back and on the 1940 consensus of that time, she was uh-huh.
1: servicing. That's it. Polishing older. Polishing older knobs.
0: Um, so it was believed that she gave birth to him while she was in jail. Um, that was all I could find on for that. For, for, yeah, yeah. Um, he claimed that his mother abandoned him on the side of the road when he was a toddler. So she was an upstanding, upstanding f- fucking parent.
1: So how, how does one go from being given birth in prison to being abandoned on the side of the road as a toddler?
0: Well, I assume she got out of prison. Mm. They do release people It's not like a life sentence for prostitution True <laughs> His father was a 19 year old Named Paul McDowell Who was a client of his mother So he was definitely a planned pregnancy As we were mm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yep yeah. um, And after his mother abandoned him His father moved him to Lorraine, Ohio Where he was raised by his grandmother Which I assume it was his father's mom. But I couldn't find names, so I'm just making assumptions here on that one.
1: When you assume, you make an ass out of you and me.
0: You make an ass out of yourself anyway, mate. You don't need my help. <laughs> okay, so we attended Hawthorne Junior High School, which I assume is like our primary school? Okay, I'm guessing is our primary school. Is that better? Yes, um, and while he was there, he struggled with discipline and achievement problems. As a child, he started having sexual fantasies about strangling women, which he self-confessed later when he was in. Uh,
1: like yourself.
0: Hey, a... excuse me. Um, these started when he was in kindergarten and saw his teacher touch her neck.
1: I don't. I don't even remember being a sentient being in oh, kindergarten.
0: Okay, so this guy's got photographic memory.
1: Oh, so it probably helps. Yeah, that would, because I'm pretty sure I was just a drawn, shitting mess in kindergarten. <laughs> Not much has changed then, hey? Not much has changed, no.
0: <laughs> As a teenager, he collected true crime magazines of women being choked, and that's what he used to, uh...
1: So what you're saying is, that one of his stepping stones to become a serial killer was being fascinated with true crime.
0: Fuck, <laughs> like we're halfway there.
1: This is an interesting point of, point of data. <laughs>
0: I hope no one is listening to this. Mm. <laughs> Hi, mom.
1: Hello, <laughs> <laughs> like FBI agent. In my case.
0: <laughs> we meet again. By middle school, which I'm guessing is our year nine and ten.
1: Middle school? Uh, yeah, I think that's high school.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you got senior. Secondary school. Yeah.
1: Which is college? We? No, secondary school is. I believe is high uh, high school, maybe.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, he was there. He got to trouble with the law for stealing when he was 13.
1: Should have just locked him up and thrown away the key then.
0: Well, they did. They sent him to a reformery school for boys in 1954, where his mother was listed as whereabouts unknown.
1: I'm sure a lot of boys in correctionary things going to have that same status.
0: I'm I'm sure they do. During his time there. Motherless (laughs) behaviour. During his time there, he racked up 47 disciplinary reports, but he was only there for a year. 47
1: in a year. 47
0: in a year. (laughs) By the age of 16, he was floating around the U.S., where he was arrested for burglary in Omaha, and he was in and out of uh, reform schools and jails for several types of charges of theft uh, until he was in his late 20s. When he was released from Mansfield Prison in the 20s, his mother had resurfaced, um, and she was living in Miami. I believe, and so he decided
1: Aspering as a maid?
0: motherless, no, no, no what Fatherless
1: child woman? childless
0: woman. Yes. Seeing as you know he's been out doing his own thing, so yeah, he decided to rock up at her address in Miami and was just like, "Yo,
1: hey, I'm, mom.
0: I'm living here now." Hey, mom, it's your
1: boy. Yeah. How you doing?
0: So before he had been, so keeping this in mind, before he had been convicted in 2012 for everything, he'd only spent a whole total of 10 years in prison during that 30-year spree. So he managed to evade police and whatnot that entire time. So while he was out doing his antics, he had a long-term girlfriend question mark i don't know if that's like well like they used I
1: didn't to know it was
0: a woman no no, no she was definitely what she was 30 years older than him so she was like 70 and she used to do all the stealing and whatnot and then while she was like so she'd bring in the money which allowed him to be able to travel around the u.s murdering and raping all of these people um, and while she was asleep at night he'd be like catch ya and just go on the prowl grandma's at home that's it and he's out Doing anything. Okay, so we're going to get into the trial and his known murders. Yes. So the ones that they can actually, like, pin to him. But I was reading something... Oh, no. While I was waiting for you to come pick me up and save my ass, um, I was watching a documentary, and I believe that it was done two years ago. But two years ago, they had managed, out of the 93 murders that he's confessed to, they've managed to pin 62 of them. Like, correlate 62 of them as, like, actual murders that he's done.
1: What was it between his confessions and... Cold cases. Open open cases. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that was fun. Okay, so... In 2014, he was tried for the murder of Carol Elford, which he had murdered on 13th of July 1987. Audrey Nelson, who he killed on the 14th of August 1989. Don't ask me to pronounce this name. I've got no idea how to do it. You want read it? It's the one in orange. Oh, wait, let me, let me zoom in for you yeah. with your terrible eyesight.
1: Guadalupe? Apodoka. There we Apodaca. go. Your people. Yes, yeah, like old auntie Guadalupe <laughs> down the street.
0: <laughs> so he killed her on the 3rd of September in 1987. The prosecution presented DNA evidences as well as testimony of witnesses who were attacked by him at different times throughout his criminal career. How good do you have to be to be... Criminal career, put that's on, it, yeah. on your a, bio. It's not
1: a criminal job. He's, he's made a career. It's out a career. It. It. How,
0: how long do you have to go on a that's a, it, yeah. a murdering spree to be able to get career on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's not a hobby anymore. It's. I
1: wonder, where, wonder, wonder where he got his like trade certificate, certificate for it. Like, yeah, he's promotion. That's
0: it. Yeah, um, on September twenty fifth, twenty fourteen, he was found guilty and sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. On the day of the verdict he continued to insist on his innocence.
1: That's that's the hill he chose to die like the diamonds? I'm, no, I'm, innocent.
0: I'm innocent. Oh, that was in two thousand fourteen. Um so on November 9th, twenty eighteen, he confessed to the nineteen ninety six strangulation of Melissa Thomas. On november thirteenth, twenty eighteen, he was charged with the nineteen ninety four murder of Denise Christie Brothers, who he had killed on february second, nineteen ninety four. In 2018, he pretty much sat down. There's, like, a whole bunch of, like, tapes and stuff on YouTube that you can, like, listen to. It is really weird because he, like, literally, like, goes through and talks about them as if he's, like... You know when you, like, sit down with your grandpa and he, like, goes back and, like, you know, when I was a kid? That's literally how this guy talks about, like, killing these women.
1: Back in my day. Yeah, yeah. strangled some woman.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So he confessed all of these to some Texas ranger in 2018. So, yeah. Okay, he pled guilty to the murder of Denise on December 13th and received another life sentences. The Ecuador County, Texas District Attorney and Wise County, Texas Sheriff's Office announced on November 13th that he had confessed to dozens of murders and may have committed more than 90 across 14 states between 1970 and 2005.
1: And this all happened in 2018. Mm. So it's so four years after he was tried and convicted and sent to prison, claiming his innocence. He's like, ah, you got me, boys. <laughs> so here's really what happened.
0: Uh, let me let me be a little honest with you. <laughs>
1: uh. Come on, lean on him, buddy. Let me, I'll tell you a little secret.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So on November 15, 2018, the Russell County, Alabama District Attorney announced that earlier that month, he had confessed to the 1979 murder of 23-year-old Brenda Alexander whose body was found in Phoenix City, Alabama. That's what you were saying before. You're like, I just killed some chick in McDonald's this in Alabama.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, he's just like, ah. Yeah. Stabbed a woman fit in a car park fit in Arizona. And they're like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, so apparently that's exactly what happened. On November 16, 2018, McCon Georgia sheriffs announced that Little had credibly confessed to the 1977 strangling murder of an unidentified woman in 1982, and murder of 18 year old fredonia smith so he's just out there
1: i'll tell you what like if he wasn't convicted for murder he would have been one hell of a detective he could just travel all around the the, the 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 whole the country just like you know what this is what i think happened and like damn he's right how did you no. do it <laughs> well
0: it was really like when i was um watching one of those documentaries there was a prosecutor i believe that Interviewed him and he was just like this man is like terrifying. Like his hands were like massive. So, and then he got offended by someone when they were like, "Oh, did you shoot anyone?" He was just like, "No." He's like, well, "Why would I want to shoot them for?"
1: Not a heathen. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I'm me. No, I strangled them.
0: <laughs> yeah, with the
1: well, exceptions
0: picks. to two, he drowned two women. He strangled the yeah. other ninety-one.
1: Maybe they had a thick neck.
0: Oh, and that was one of the things he said, right? He was just like, oh. Because they were like, oh, you don't care if she's fat, skinny. He's just like, oh, no, 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 no. She can't be fat. I won't be able to strangle her. But he's like, she could be an ugly bitch, though. I'll still I'll still strangle her as long as she had a pretty neck.
1: Right, so this is all about his yeah. association with the neck from the kindergarten teacher. Kindergarten teacher, yeah.
0: Yeah, he Did you had, you had go back and murder her kink for his kindergarten teacher's neck. I don't know. I don't think so. She didn't f- come up in the, the vast variety of
1: women. Yeah wasn't number, lucky number
0: ninety four. No, no. She's probably fucking you know, sitting at home being like, Thank the Lord <laughs> he didn't come back for me. I mean yeah, well
1: should looking at it and going, My neck ain't that bad
0: <laughs> No, he only liked the pretty necks. If you had an ugly neck he wasn't ugly, interested. Yeah. yeah, so in the fall of twenty eighteen, little every
1: com- woman has ever met him she'd be offended y- with her ugly ass neck.
0: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, never mind. You're gonna be at home, look in the mirror, like my body conscious issues have gone That's from it. like my stomach to my neck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, by then, obviously, by the time he's been convicted, he's travelled that long. He's like, he's old. People have got saggy. Oh, the bingo wings. wings! Yeah, they got the bingo wings. <laughs> like they're already hating them, but now they've got a whole other part of the body to like, <laughs> look at. <Luke's.
0: laughs> Uh, in the fall of 2018, he confessed to the 1982 murder of 55-year-old Dorothy Richards and 1996 murder of 40-year-old Daisy McGuire, who both of their bodies were found in Huma, Louisiana. I've never heard of half of these states, mind you.
1: Like, I know. Louisiana? Louis-
0: I know. like, the, like, Yeah, that one. <laughs> <That's the,
1: laughs> like, L- Louisiana's bl- quite common. <laughs> <man.">
0: <laughs> I think that's they
1: make, I think that's they make, Tabasco. Is it? I think so.
0: Interesting. Oh, he's getting the Tabasco sauce now. I Have, to. I have to, you got you got a fact check?
1: I do. I have to check.
0: Okay, while you're doing that, I'm gonna drink my juice.
1: This is made in the USA.
0: Ah, uh, unlucky. Well, Avery Island. Avery Island. Yeah. I don't think that one comes up on my list.
1: But it it's LA, so it is Louisiana. I don't think it's definitely not Los Angeles. No. Very backwards bayou place that they grow these.
0: Interesting. On November 19, 2018, Harris County, Mississippi Sheriff Troy Peterson said that Little had confessed to strangling 36-year-old Julia Critchfield in the Gulfport area of 1978 and dumping her body off of a cliff.
1: Oof.
0: Yeah. He, like, left them in real weird spots, hey? The only, like, bigger lady that he, like, said that he killed... He was just like, I couldn't carry her. I just dragged her bitch to like, a local rubbish pile and just left her there with a mattress on top.
1: So uh, he at least kind of tried to hide the bodies.
0: Yeah, he does a very like terrible job of it, though, um, when we get into them like yeah, a little my later.
1: My man's is just knackered. He's already just strangled a woman to death, alright? He's knackered. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's already
1: just spent all his energy choking the life out of some poor woman. <laughs> he doesn't have much left to go and drag her in. Meticulously, yeah. Just, I mean, apparently, he did well enough that they, they were just like, We're baffled, we don't know who did this. Well, it wasn't
0: that. So, a lot of his crimes was pretty much ruled because he was killing like lower socio people, right? So, like prostitutes, people with like drug addiction, alcoholics, so on and so forth. So, he was killing people that uh, wouldn't be missed per se. On
1: modern day Jack the Ripper,
0: yeah, pretty much. So, a lot of his like. Murders were ruled out as either overdoses or, like,
1: just... People just didn't care enough to look into it. Yeah,
0: yeah, unfortunately. That's the truth. In November 2018, Lee County, Mississippi law enforcement officials announced that Little had admitted to killing a 46-year-old Nancy Carroll Stevens in Tupelo, Mississippi, in 2005, and that the case would be represented to a grand jury in January of 2019. Um, on November 1st, 2018, Richland County, South Carolina authorities announced that Little had confessed to murdering 19-year-old Evelyn Weston, whose body was found near Fort Jackson, South Carolina, in 1978. A lot of these bodies haven't been found still, so, like...
1: I think he'd help manage out? yeah.
0: I... Well, he did. He literally told them all where they were.
1: And they just haven't found them.
0: Well, like, one of them, he dumped, like, a... It explains it further later. He jumped, dumped her in a swampland, so... Well,
1: oh, so, so, I think there's think probably would have in... But I mean, do you think you'd still dive and look through the lake? Yeah. they probably just, like... I don't know these, these police officers, but they are probably just driven past with a torch, lot. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can't see nothing in <laughs> If they're anything hey. like
0: Australian police.
1: <laughs> so, if it's not in their immediate vicinity, they'll look around like... Yeah. Must be lying.
0: Yeah. Eh, this didn't happen. Uh, he also confessed to killing 20-year-old Rosie Hill Marion County in Florida of 1982. On November twenty seventh, 2018, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, your mates, uh, announced that a violent criminal apprehension program team had confirmed 34 of Little's confessions and were working to match with the remainder of his confessions to known murders and suspicious deaths. So yeah, the other ones were like, if they weren't overdosed, I was just like, oh. She tripped and fell off the bridge. But now they're like the FBI going back through and being like, maybe she didn't.
1: Maybe. It's like maybe statistically, women don't fall off bridges this much. <laughs> maybe we should look at this. Maybe
0: we should look at this. Um, he began making confessions in exchange for a transfer out of the Los Angeles County Prison, which he was currently being held. One included his confession to a previous cold case homicide in Prince George's County, Maryland, Previously, one of the only two homicide cases in that county with unindic- unidentified victims. So he. Do you reckon he did the other one? Probably. Probably. I
1: mean, what are the odds there's two people murdering people <laughs> in Maryland?
0: In December 2018, Little was indicted for strangling Linda Sue Boards. Indicted. Indicted? Is it? It's got a C in it. Mm. Well, then, there's my Kornana education <laughs> coming out.
1: English.
0: English. Uh, (laughs) Was indicted for strangling Linda Sue Boards, who was 23 to death in May of 1981 in Warren County, Kentucky. Her body was found on May 15th, 1981, near the US Route 68. So.
1: One off. One off. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't. For the memes.
0: Nah, she wasn't um, wasn't marinating for too long. They found it pretty quickly. Wasn't stolen. Nah. One of Little's victims was identified in December 2018 as Martha Cunningham of Knox County, Tennessee, who was 34 when he murdered her in 1975. On May 31, 2019,
1: there's a word again
0: Cuyahoga? Cuyahoga? Sounds like you're, um, like got a hiccup <laughs> mid mid sentence. Uh, C- Cuyahoga County, Ohio, prosecutors announced. Uh, indictments with four counts of aggravated murder, six counts of kidnapping that accused Samuel Little of killing Mary Jo Payton, who he killed on the 3rd of July, 1984, and Rose Evans, who he murdered on August 24th, 1991, in Cleveland. Both victims were strangled and dumped. Now, I was going to go through each victim, but 93 was a lot to go through. So, you get... We've already
1: been through... Well,
0: no, I mean, like, I was going to go into depth of how he killed them. Right. So, um, further down, you get the in-depth of, like, his first one. Um, these are just, like, the skim through. The body of Rose Evans, who was 32, was found on August 24th, 1991, in a vacant lot of East 39th Street. She left her hometown in Birmingham, New York, when she was 17, and he had strangled her as well. He confessed to killing one woman in Akron, Ohio, and two in Cincinnati. One of the bodies was dumped outside Columbus, Ohio, and one woman he met in Columbus had been disposed of in Kentucky. I'm not sure how far away Ohio is from Kentucky.
1: I couldn't tell you. No? I've n- never been to either. No? I'll go have a look. I'll go count the steps.
0: Thanks. Yeah, just... I'll see you again in a few months after you finish walking there, fucking Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the two women that Littlewood murdered in Cincinnati, one was identified as Anna Stewart, who was 33, whose body was dumped in Grove City, Ohio. Stewart was last seen on October 6, 1981, and getting out of a cab at a general hospital to see her sister in the hospital, which is apparently now classed as University of Cincinnati Academic Health Centre. She was killed on October 11th. He killed another woman between 1980 and 1999. She was never identified, so she's still a Jane Doe. Anyway, Jane Doe was anywhere between 15 and 50, which is... Called, oh. Yeah, it so really a, narrows it down. It's such a small,
1: small data. <laughs> you'd think they'd be able to pick it up straight away?
0: Um as t-
1: somewhere between um, Jesus' birth and uh, today, <laughs> uh, her uh, age gap... Age from one day old to one billion
0: <laughs> the details of her age and the date of her murder are unclear but don't say. they do say that she was black slender wore glasses and lived in the over the rhine neighborhood of cincinnati with a heavy female hispanic little left her beside a cigarette billboard in ohio
1: so sorry they don't know how old she is they don't know when she was murdered but she know they know her race the fact that she wore glasses, and she bunked with a Hispanic woman. <laughs> these are the we can't tell from carbon dating. We can't tell when she was born. Um, we can't tell anything else about her. But um, the information gives us that uh, she lives with a Hispanic woman. Because that's what that's that's my like when I investigate murders. That's my go-to first. I check to see what evidence gives me who they live with. <laughs>
0: Maybe. Maybe that was the one that killed them.
1: That was the one that killed
0: them? Hmm. Not Little? Well, I mean, he probably did, but like, in their defense. On June 7th, 2019, Little was indicted, indicted, Mm -hmm. fuck, uh, indicted in Hamilton County, Ohio, for murdering two women killed in Cincinnati. In November of 2020, he confessed to two Florida murders for one which another man had been wrongly convicted. So he, I wonder if he got out. hope so. Um,
1: like, I, don't, I don't know which one he's done it. We're just going to get both ears, lock you both away. Yeah,
0: just just to be safe.
1: He's going to double down on it. We're it, just going to lock up the whole county. <laughs> Anyone of us could have done it. The
0: Mark McGowan's uh, the one that's... that's it,
1: yeah, just, we're just locking down the whole state. <laughs> You're all in prison.
0: You're all in prison. On April 22nd, 2022, Little killed a woman. Uh, oh. in Memphis, Tennessee, whose body was found on the Arkansas side of the Mississippi River. Arkansas. No, it's Ang- Arkansas.
1: <laughs> That's how it's spelled. It's spelled. It's pronounced Arkansas.
0: There's no L in it. This is stupid.
1: No, not L. Arkansas. I- R-K-A-N-S-A-R. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. There's
1: no L in any of those words. <laughs> it's the... Like, R- can- I'm
0: so glad I'm the one that's editing this. Let <laughs> to make myself look like a dickhead. <laughs> you would, would get to sections and it would just be like Microsoft Zam's voice over it just to make sure I'm pronouncing it right.
1: <laughs> <Arkansas>.
0: <laughs> um Anyway. Arkansas' side of the Mississippi River in 1990 was identified as a 30-year-old Zena Marie Jones who was killed on the 6th of July, 1990, which is a really interesting one um, because when we get further down, there's actually two people who have claimed that person. So.
1: They've been claimed as two different people?
0: Well, she's got the same last name, but they're apparently two different people.
1: So, yeah, so so two different identities. I think so, yeah. For the one body. Yeah. Maybe the twins is...
0: Twin, twinning! Like us.
1: Except that we don't have the same last name or look, look similar.
0: No, I'm pasty white and you're Mexican. Mm. Okay, so now we're getting into the suspected murders.
1: The suspected ones. Suspected. I hope... I've never said this before. <laughs> and see if it was wrong, it? but I hope that a, a murder was committed in one certain state, just to hear how you pronounce it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what state's that?
1: I'm not, I'm not saying. <laughs>
0: Why you do this to me? you got
1: to come up to where you're going to get stuff wait, I know what it
0: is. <laughs> I'm going to come up to every, every, like, state and be like, fuck, am really? I pronouncing this
1: right? <laughs> Does it read right? Is that the one?
0: <laughs> okay, so, first one, which was his apparent first murder, mm-hmm. was Mary Gertrude Broseley. She was a 33-year-old mother of two. She had left Palmer, Massachusetts and had said that she was taking the bus back to her hometown in Boston where she lived and that was on the June 12th. She was reported missing soon after and that was six months before she was murdered. Her sister Claire Coppolino had stated the night before she disappeared police found her walking down a highway at night. She had told them that she'd been pushed out of a moving car by a bunch of men and had hurt her shoulder. She said that she would catch a bus home the next day to her parents in Boston. When she didn't arrive, Claire thought she just hitched a ride, which she often did with the promise of alcohol. So she'd just get into any random's car if they were like you. So,
1: so not only so, so she, this was a mother of two that lived in what said state was like a- Fuck girl, I'm out. I'm going home. Yeah, to so...
0: um, She... Abandoned her children. Had a very abusive relationship. Like, she was in a very abusive mm, marriage. Like,
1: I'm out, guys. Mm-hmm. Peace. Enjoy the abusive father.
0: Yeah, I think her oldest was seven. So, yeah, she just abandoned her kids. Yeah, just like... It was like, I'm out, skis.
1: Yeah, mic drop, I'm out. Yeah, done. And then left and was known to frequently hitch rides... For the promise of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So she was an alcoholic. So you could kind of... St- obviously her, men in, her taste in men is a, obviously of not a high caliber. <laughs> She's like, how you doing? You know what you picked up? She's like, oh, no, I'm good. She's like, wait, is that a Miller light you got now? i the <laughs> fuck over. <laughs>
0: Um, she previously had hip surgery that left her with a limp and metal plates and screws in her oh, hip.
1: Oh, this is it. If I watching the limp up, to look like I'll suck your dick for a <laughs> <period>. <laughs> you. all got that mid-strength? Ah. Hopping <laughs>
0: along. <Fuck>. This, <laughs> this later, uh, helped identifying her. Um, there was another section in there, like, um.
1: Metal hip, smells of whiskey. Yep, she off. also
0: had a half of her missing finger and a pinky, which she had chopped off while cooking a cooking accident. Probably it's,
1: drunk and trying to chop off. Vegetables. Instead
0: of um, trying to go to the ER, ER she was just like, nah, she'll be right, and just let it rot and fall off.
1: So she didn't want to give up any of her booze to sanitize it. She just <laughs> we can't, we can't, we can't, can't afford it. Just...
0: Yeah. She also had a V-slit in the, her cheek, apparently, where she ha- had, like, a glass smashed in her face. But obviously, by the time they had found her, she, this was all very much, like, rotted away. Um, so,
1: much like a finger.
0: Much wow. like a finger, yeah. So, according to her sister, her husband had regularly beat her during their marriage, which is why she left. Yeah. Um, yeah. She just left the kids with this guy. Yeah. So, she's like a quacker. She
1: went out for a... Milk and cigarettes, never
0: come back. Yeah, like a quacko, just throw the baby at the,
1: the predator and <laughs> just it. run. Babies at the
0: problems
1: are they here, they're here first, kids. That's how you uh, solve your problems, throw babies at them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she left Palmer, went to Miami in search of a new life. Mm-hmm. Um, so she didn't even go to, she didn't bother with Boston. She was like, I'm just going straight to Miami. On New Year's Eve in 1970, she met Samuel Little at a Miami bar and he had stated that she was wearing a flowered sundress and a chain necklace. Which he was playing with before he had strangled her to death in her car. He then tried to bury her in a six-inch shallow grave, which he said he'd never bury anyone again in Florida because the ground was too hard. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so it was too hard for him to dig it up. So she gets a six-inch grave, and that gave it his <laughs> gave it his all.
1: Gave it his darndest.
0: Yeah. She was later found by a father and son on a hunting trip on 24th of January in 1971.
1: I she... mean, it's a six-inch grave. She, she, she's basically just laying on the ground at that point.
0: Yeah, well, she was missing for, like, a year.
1: Jesus, it must have been, must have been a pretty remote area. Was it
0: a, a year? Of... Um, no, maybe she wasn't because it was, like, New Year's Eve in 1970 was when she met him and he killed her. And then she was found on the 24th of January. So she was missing for, like, twenty four a month. Yeah. Yeah. But she had de- decomposed so much that she was unrecognizable.
1: That would happen if you were uh, out in the elements from being buried, literally uh, high heel depths.
0: Yeah. In is Miami a hot state?
1: Miami, Miami yeah. is Florida. Hot. Yes. Oh, well, Florida is very humid as well. Apparently. Yeah. So probably... where they got Muscle Beach and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: So it probably would have like think. um like sped up the decomposing yes, it would be, process.
1: Be, be well, they have a lot of swampland too, I think. A lot of, like, gators uh, and stuff.
0: He didn't bury her in a swamp land. He just found some
1: dirt and... Just found dirt park, car park. Yeah. Like, oh, shit.
0: That'll do. She was found in the grave with a portion of her leg sticking out. And when she was dug up, it would notice that when Little had put her underwear back on, he had put both of her legs through one hole. So he would, like, rape them, murder them. So he ra-
1: this one, he, he raped them, played with their necklace.
0: No, no, no. He played with their necklace first and then raped and killed her. Um, yeah
1: right. Well, at least
0: but he never wanted to be known as a rapist So he was like, nope, I am a, I'm, I it, a, I'm a serial it, killer I am I not a rapist a Yeah, yeah He was like, it was never anything sexual, but it was
1: Clearly sexualized he- next.
0: Exactly, yeah as
1: a kindergartner.
0: Okay, and the next one was Linda um, They're not sure if that's exactly her name But they're going with it um, She was killed in 1971 She was approximately 23-24 years old and he had described her as a prostitute who had big legs she was wearing a skirt and red heels
1: right Mm. big legs what does big legs mean
0: i don't know i don't know
1: like long like obviously he described as long legs i'm thinking thick there's like like thin upper body chunky butt maybe Mm.
0: maybe he met her at a bar called the pool palace um he drove her down highway 27 where they started arguing and wrestling and she had hit him in the mouth he then claimed that he snapped at her at this point hit her a couple of times before strangling her to death he dragged her out and left her on a rubbish pile put a mattress on top of her and discarded her belongings
1: on the highway
0: yeah um he also said that um a white male had noticed him discarding her belongings but never took it to the cops he was just like
1: you do you. <laughs> Is it, I'm late for work. <laughs> I ain't got time for this. This ain't
0: my business. Um, the next one was Marianne, 1971 or 1972. Um, he met the 18, 19-year-old drag queen. Um, he also met them at the Pool Palace and he introduced himself as Billy. As Billy. As Billy. At
1: the Pool Palace where he frequently picked up... Uh... Chunky
0: butt hookers. No, so that wasn't one. Um, he told Marianne told him that she had an ex-boyfriend of the name of Wes. Um, and a few days later, he met up with her again at a bar called Overtown and offered her a ride home. He did state that she liked drinking white rum. Is
1: this the, the, the drag queen?
0: Yep. So he didn't kill her on her first meeting. It was the second one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he offered her a ride home. Probably They're...
1: went and did some hand exercises to get around that. <laughs> Muscular, Nick.
0: Well, he took her home. He, She asked him to take him home. She took him home and he realised that she lived with a group of other drag queens, one of which he did a stint in prison with. I'm assuming petty theft because mm. he hadn't been done for like...
1: Yeah, no one knew he was a murderer at this time. Yeah,
0: it? yeah. Um, they'd been asked if they could go and I buy... His some... name was Billy. Billy, yeah, Billy. Um, they asked him if he could go and buy some shaving cream. Which he agreed to do They got in his car Which was apparently a, four, uh, a gold four-door Pontiac He drove down Highway 27 And choked them to death In his car He then drove further down To the Everglades Turned onto a road That led into a swampy area He dragged Marianne's body Into the swamp Approximately 200 yards And then, then they found The body again well,
1: Hmm So You had one male victim then.
0: That they're aware of like, there was a lady that um, interviewed him, and she was just like, pretty sure he's killed more people, pretty sure they're, they're men, but he's not going to, like, confess to them.
1: He wants to be known as the... The woman, woman killer. The woman, non-raping, or raping, but not the cause of it yep. strangling murderer.
0: Yeah. And the next, so we're just going to, like, speed run this next section. She was unnamed, 1971, 1972, 26 to 28 year old, and he described her as ugly, dark-skinned Haitian woman.
1: Haitian. Yep. Haitian, yep. From Haiti, yep
0: he either picked her up walking the street in a homestead or at a bar in homestead possibly a part of the air force Um, as he said she was hard working and looked tough he took her into the wild woods and killed her and left her body on a pile of weeds so she was um i think they said that she was supposed to be a janitor for the air force
1: right okay because i was like obviously she's not trained in combat she's like why are you trying to strangle me sir yeah
0: beat the living shit out of him next one was Jane Doe confessed to a match of Jane Doe in Maryland a white female between the ages of 20 and 25 um, Sarah O'Donnell white female 23 to 35 of Cuban descent killed in 1971 of, in Kendall, Georgia Sarah Brown April 16th 1973 she went missing Little confessed to killing her and disposing of her body in a field in New Orleans Louisiana next one's unnamed a 22 to 23 black female she was killed in 1974 in savannah georgia Uh, another unnamed black female killed in 1974 in cincinnati ohio Uh, emily she was female worked in the university of miami and he killed her in 1975. unnamed black female killed in 1975 in tennessee knoxville uh, unnamed killed 1976 black female in Wichita Falls in Texas they don't know her n- age Joe, 1976 or 1979 black female approximately 26 killed in Granite City Illinois uh, black female killed in 1976 to 1979 unknown age uh, another one either 1976 or 1979 or 1993 apparently you couldn't remember one of those three years. Mm-hmm. Um, in Houston, Texas, he didn't know her age. Uh, killed another one in 1977, approximately 30 to 40. Black female, Macon, Georgia. Confession matched to Jane Doe. Ka- Clara Birdlong, 1977. Pascula, Mississippi, approximately 35 to 45. They worked together in a shipyard. His confession maxed, matched an existing Jane Doe. She was identified in 2021 by Genetic genealogy techniques another black female killed in 1977 or 1978 in cleveland ohio she was 20 to 35 year old and petite he dumped her body down a grassy slope off of interstate 271 and it was found in march of 1983 so she was down there for a while you'd think so um, another one black female killed in 1977 or 1978 in florida Another one, 1977 to 1982 in South Carolina, she was approximately 28. Patricia Parker, 1980 to 1981 in Georgia, approximately 25 to 30. Confession matched Jane Doe and in 2020, County Sheriff's Department matched it with Patricia by DNA. Um, Another unknown black female killed in 1980 to 1984, Mississippi, she was approximately 22. Another black female killed in 1981, Atlanta, Georgia, she was between 35 and 40. Another one killed in 1982, New Orleans. Confession matched a Jane Doe that was between the ages of 33 and 44. Another one in New Orleans in 1982, 30 to 40 years old, 5 foot 8 to 5 foot 9 tall, weighing about 160 pounds, with honey-coloured brown skin and medium-length straight hair. He remembers she was wearing a pretty dress with buttons in the front. He said they met in a club where she was attending a birthday party with a group of friends and one of her two sisters. He provided a sketch of this victim. Uh, Melinda Mindy LaPrie. He killed her in 1982 in Pascula, Mississippi. She was 22. So he really didn't have, like, a type. He was just gone.
1: It seemed like he frequented Miami. He quite a lot of women in Miami uh, at the start.
0: Yeah, because that's where he was living with his mum.
1: Oh, that's right. He was living with his mum. Yeah. Oh, but not not his uh, long-term girlfriend. Not his
0: long-term girlfriend, no. Because she... She passed away and that's when apparently he got real out of control because he didn't have anyone like holding him back she anymore.
1: Strangled.
0: No, nah, no, nah, she died of natural causes.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: A bit weird for him.
0: Yeah, yeah, a bit strange. They reckon she was more of a mother figure, which is why he didn't kill her.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Seeing as, you know,
1: his or why didn't he kill his own mother? Dunno. It sounds like he was quite um what would you call? Charismatic. He managed to get close enough to a lot of these people. Yeah, Did like you, some yeah, of
0: his could... mugshots. Like he he wasn't unattractive, I
1: suppose. I think he's not some kind of like misshapen freak. No, Strangler. He... like he managed to talk his way into
0: conversations. Yeah, like he didn't. Like I said, he didn't look unattractive. Um, and like especially when he was younger, he just seemed like a normal looking person, I suppose. Mm. Well... Um, in nineteen, don't talk to people. Don't talk to people. That's it. Because there
1: could be murderers. Yeah. We could.
0: Yep. Yeah. Don't talk to people. Don't talk to people. <laughs> don't talk to people. That's
1: it. Don't go outside.
0: There's lots of them I, out there, do they?
1: There's, there's people killers
0: out there. <laughs> <laughs> White female killed in nineteen eighty three or nineteen eighty four in Atlanta, Georgia. She was approximately twenty six, but she may have been from Griffin, Georgia. Not sure how they found that out, seeing as she's still unnamed. But Another one killed in 1984, Columbus, Ohio. Age unknown. Authorities are still working on the case. He disposed of her body in northern Kentucky. Black female, 1984, Atlanta, Georgia. She was approximately between 23 and 25 and possibly a college student. Um, White female killed in 1984 in northern Kentucky. Age unknown. Possibly picked up from Columbus, Ohio. He provided a sketch of his victim. 25-year-old white female outside of a strip club. He remembers her being five foot six to five foot seven tall, 130 to 170 pounds he describes her having short blonde hair with blue eyes and a hippie appearance alleged to have her mo- uh she alleged to have a mother in miami in florida um, and then this is that one that i was telling you about before where two people had like claimed the same body mm. so Zena jones or priscilla baxter jones killed in july 6 of 1990 or 1997 in western memphis approximately 28 or 29 may have been picked up in memphis tennessee He confessed that he killed this woman and dumped her body in the Mississippi River. Confession matched to a known Jane Doe case. The family of Zena Maria Jones recognised the sketch as their missing relative who was found in the riverbank of Arkansas. Arkansas? Ah, Arkansas River of July 28, 1990. A man named Anthony Jones stated that the sketch also resembled his mother, Priscilla Baxter Jones, who was killed in 1997.
1: So they both had the same name, but they weren't the same family?
0: No. The what same happened? last name.
1: tapping it. I mean, it was it Jones? Jones. It's pretty, pretty yeah, it's not common exactly, last name. Yeah, it's not exactly a very um, unique last
0: name. No, no. Well, it
1: could be either one of them. Could what? be both
0: of them. Yeah, she could have a double life.
1: Just born twice.
0: No, I mean, like, two families. You know how, like, people do that? Yes. Anyway. <laughs> uh, unnamed, like female killed in 1984 and Cer- San Bernardino, Bernardino, Bernan, Bernardio I'm struggling here. San, um, let's
1: show me the word. I know, I know the name is yeah. San Bernardio? Bernardino,
0: Bernardi- Bernardino. There we go, California. She was approximately between the ages of eighteen and twenty-three. At least these like approximate ages are a little bit closer together than fifteen to 100? fifty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like fifteen to fifty, 15 to right. 50 yeah. Another black female killed in nineteen eighty four in Fort Myers in Florida. Her age was unknown. Black female killed in nineteen eighty four, Tampa, Florida, age unknown. Frances Campbell killed nineteen eighty four. Savannah, Georgia, approximately twenty-three. He was suspected of asking Campbell for a date at a bar near the intersection of Montgomery Street and Victory Drive in 1984. Her body was found in 1985 on top of a pile of debris from the construction of Interstate 516. Savannah Police matched the Little's description of Campbell into a missing persons case. A Chatham County, Georgia grand jury indicted Little in December 2019 for her murder. Huh. Did you Chatham? Well, it's like C... No, Chatham... C H A T H A M. Uh Unnamed Black Female, nineteen eighty seven, Los Angeles, California, age unknown. There's like four of them. Like one after the other.
1: Four murders.
0: Yeah. All the approximately all in nineteen eighty seven. Age unknown, except for the last one, who was roughly seventeen, all in Los Angeles, or California.
1: Oof,
0: big year. What did you work it out to be? It was roughly three murders a year. Oh
1: was it was ninety six murders over thirty five years. I think a little bit more it would have been three.
0: Yeah, Did I say granny? Like an old lady? Yeah, so that was her name. He named her granny. Um, she was a black female, killed in 1987 in Los Angeles, California. She was approximately 50. So he didn't discriminate with age. It was just like... all race. all race.
1: Just as long as they didn't have an ugly neck.
0: Just as long as they didn't have an ugly neck, that's right. I um, named black female, killed in Los Angeles approximately 22 or 23 in 1987. Like, he had a big year in 1987, like...
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. seven. Seven murders in one year. Yeah. That's a lot of traveling.
0: Most of them were in Los Angeles, and then the last one was in Monroe, Louisiana. She was approximately 24. Mm. And then, unnamed Hispanic female killed in 1988 or 1996. In Phoenix, Arizona, approximately in her 40s, may have been native to the area. Yolanda Jones, killed in 1994, Pine Buff, Arkansas, age 26. Alice Denise Duval, killed June 11, 1991, Los Angeles, approximately 40 to 45. She had a very fancy name, Alice Denise Duval. Duval. It sounds very like proper.
1: Louisiana. Los Angeles. Los Angeles.
0: Yeah. Um, Roberta Tondarich. Tondarich? Killed
1: 1991.
0: Sorry, all I know. I'm so sorry. Okay. Yes. Alice Denise Duvall. Um, Robert Tondarich. Roberta Tondarich. Not Robert. That was a female. Killed 1991 in Akron, Ohio. She age unknown. Authorities were still working on her case in October of 2019. Black female killed 1991 to 1992 in Los Angeles, California. Approximately 20 to 22 years old. She may have been from San Francisco. Black female killed 1992, Los Angeles, California. Age unknown. Another one between 92 and 93. Age unknown. He really like went ham in LA. Hey. Hispanic female killed, nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety three in L.A. Approximately twenty four to twenty five may have been from Phoenix. Okay. Um. All right. So, there was Ruth, black female killed in nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety three in Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, He confessed to strangling the twenty four year old black female in nineteen ninety two or nineteen ninety four. She was between five foot five and five foot seven, weighing about two hundred pounds. He recalled that he stayed with her for about three days after they shoplifted, get to, shoplifted together and that her name may have been Ruth. He was arrested for shoplifting in, from Kruger by the Little Rock Police on April 20th, 1994. He said that after killing her, he placed her body on a pile of branches near a cornfield. He did a sketch of the victim during one of his confessions in 2019. So she she was one that... Um,
1: intimidated the shop owner. Into yeah. Top of the charge and he's like, thanks and killed her.
0: Yeah. Thanks yep. and killed her, yep. Yeah. Next was a black female killed in 1993, Las Vegas, Nevada. Dark skinned woman who was approximately 40 years old. She was about 5'5 five five and weighed about 110 to 120 pounds. He believed the woman had naturally short hair but wore a long head wig. He remembered the woman pointing out her son, a black male who was approximately, approximately between 19 and 23 years old. Another one, 1996, Los Angeles, approximately 23 to 25. And then killed another one called T-Money in 1996. Um, she was a black female, approximately, black <laughs> approximately 23 or 24. Um, he killed another white female in 1996, approximately 23 to 25. He provided a sketch of her. Um, and then another black female in 1996 in LA, approximately 25. There was Anne, who he killed in 1997 in Phoenix, Arizona. She was white female, unknown age, but he did provide a sketch of her
1: so he's a bit of an artist
0: yeah I mean like after like he's got photographic memory right so like after maybe the 10th person of him like drawing I'm sure he got pretty good at like anatomy of the face
1: yeah But I mean like remembering something and trying to draw it
0: yeah so there was a bunch I of I mean
1: I can look at something and try to draw it and it's still come out dog shit
0: artist
1: <laughs> artist <laughs> <Autist>, not artist <laughs>
0: Samuel Little claimed to have strangled more than 93 people between 1970 and 2005. Though many of his victims' deaths were first ruled as accidental or overdoses, many of his victims' bodies were never found, and the confessions he provided, along with a sketch, could not be matched to known missing persons. So these are the ones that were like, he's confessed to, but they haven't been able to match them up to anything. Yes. Yeah. Covington, Kentucky in 1984 confessed to strangling a 25 year old white female outside a strip club in 1984 he remembered she had a short blonde hair, blue eyes and a hippie appearance, she was 5 foot 6 to 5 foot 7 and weighed between 130 to 170 pounds he drove the woman south on interstate 75 towards Miami, Florida before driving into a hilly area near the highway, after strangling her in the back seat of his car he left the body on top of a small hill he sketched the victim during his confessions in 2019 then we have las vegas in nevada a little confessed to strangling a thin black female around 40 years old in 1993 she's about five foot five and weighed 110 to 120 pounds He recalls he you may have worn a wig over short hair after killing her in a hotel room he drove her body to the outskirts of las vegas and rolled her body down a steep slope he also sketched her in his confessions in 2019. Um, and then back to LA in 1996, he confessed to strangling a thin white female. She was about five, in, five foot and weighed 110 pounds. After killing her in the bathroom of a vacant house, he undressed her below the waist and unsuccessfully attempted to perform post-mortem anal sex before sitting her body up in a bathtub and leaving. This man's a fiend.
1: Un- unsuccessful.
0: <laughs> He's an unsuccessful fiend. Los Angeles, California in 1984. Little confessed to strangling a short, thick black female in 1984. After killing her, he had sex with her body on a service road off of the I-10 before dragging her halfway up a hill and leaving her there. So that was all the unconfirmed ones. Now, So he didn't,
1: he didn't have sex with all the victims? Just some of them? Most of them. Most so of them. yeah, most of them. But these are the only ones that it's like kind of been encountered in.
0: Yeah, yeah. Samuel Little died on December thirtieth, of twenty twenty, in Los Angeles County Area Hospital. Although the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation sources indicate no cause of death, he did suffer from diabetes, heart problems, and other health conditions. So this man is dead.
1: Right. So th- I mean, this whole story um, gives me two key factors. One of them being. Um, the uh, US police are uh, very lazy. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, accidental death. I don't know, her neck's looking pretty purple and, like, what well, well, that's the thing, right?
0: Those. So, in a lot of his sketches that he he's, like, drawn of these people, they're from memory, so a lot of them, like, a lot of the details and stuff that he's drawn on there are, like, bulged eyes because that's what they look like after he's killed them and that's what he remembers.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I get that that they can't... Like, obviously, if the facial things are off they can't really do that but like you think that like some of these obviously some of these bodies are coming and Jane Doe's that they don't know Yeah, if they found the body But the... who looks at a body that obviously like I mean you'd have ligature marks all through your neck from yeah. being choked they look at it and go must have been an accidental death must have been an overdose yeah I mean I, like, I've never investigated an accidental or death or an overdose um, but so you've investigated is, murder? no no, not that either but my my, li- <laughs> my limited knowledge is like from overdoses, like, there's generally signs of vomiting, you know what I mean, like, stuff like that, like, it, but it I'm pretty like sure you have to, day. like,
0: in order to, like, strangle someone, there's, like, a section behind your throat that you physically have to be able to crush in order well, to strangle them You
1: don't have to crush to... the larynx, you just have to restrict airflow.
0: But to be able to restrict airflow in there, there's something you have to crush. I'm fairly certain of no,
1: it. I don't know, no, you could, just like, I mean, obviously, like, there are, there are other ways to yeah. suffocate somebody, but, um... Yeah, I think a lot of times when you are strangling someone, you do crush the larynx. Mm. And, like, there would be, like, obviously there'd be bruising in the neck. Yeah. The larynx would be crushed. That wouldn't happen. Like, what kind of accidental death happens where, like, yeah, cool, the larynx is crushed, their neck is completely bruised, or even an overdose.
0: I think a lot of them is just, like, they're people that he, like, no one really cared about.
1: It's so it's just, it's just the police are just uh, were well, either lazy then. I'm not saying they're lazy now, but they just kind of look like ah whatever. I mean the the, no, the dead hooker. No, no. The yeah. last
0: the last death was in 2005, so it's not that long ago.
1: Yes, yeah, so you didn't like I mean even then you, you, like it, like software and you know technology yeah you know, be able to figure
0: out. Well, if, again they they only reckon he stopped killing because he got too old.
1: Yes. Did um? Did you mention how he, he was caught? Uh,
0: no. They didn't really... So, in all the articles I read, they didn't really say how. I'm pretty sure it was just like... Oh, no, it was. He left his DNA at the last crime scene.
1: Because he was too old to... Because he
0: was too old. He started getting lazy.
1: Oh, I mean, it sounded like he's pretty lazy the whole time.
0: Yeah, but I think, like, yeah.
1: But, Sharon, you know, if, you, if you're having sex with a dead a corpse, you leave mm. some form of DNA...
0: You'd think so. But again, there were lower socios. So they probably just didn't care. They did, yeah, honestly. I, I just think it was just a case of like the police didn't so care. So you hear it here first.
1: The US police don't care here about... <laughs> um, lower socios. Lower socioeconomic status people.
0: The undesirables. So, what do you have for us?
1: So I wanted to talk about um, Aradale Mental Hospital. Interesting. Yes, it was... Um, I'm pretty sure it's coined one of the most haunted places in Australia.
0: In Australia? In
1: Australia, yeah. Nice. The funky down under. It's in um, Ararat in Victoria, Mm -hmm. about two hours out of Melbourne. It was originally constructed, so construction began in 1864. Um, It was operated officially, so its official time it was running from was between 1866 to 1998, but uh, there are records suggesting that patients were admitted before the official opening date so they
0: were like admitted while they were still construction while it was still kind of
1: being built yeah there was so there was people like the records go back before the official opening of the
0: so it's like Kornana High when they turned it into Gilmore College I was just like ah we we'll are just getting kids in there now yeah
1: yeah I think so, yeah. <laughs> so I think they had some of the facility built yeah. and some of it was not yeah the whole asylum was made up of up to 64 buildings and spread over more than 40 hectares so it was a very big estate it was, was it
0: fancy? Uh,
1: no, it was more kind of designed like a self-sufficient town, kind of thing within like, within the town of Ararat. Yeah. So like, um, it was designed after a uh, different asylum in a place called Colney Hatch in England. Mm. It was kind of designed in um, what they what they referenced was like an E-plan barracks style. So it was. Like, you had all your main common room things, and then you had more of your dormitories around the outside of it.
0: Oh, so it's, like, the, U sh- the, the general U-shape of, like, hospitals and shit?
1: So not, like... It's more like an E. I okay. So. so, like, yeah, so it's, like, the, the main thing with all the main hall, like, common areas, and then you had, like, patients yeah. here, left and right. Yes, and so other things that... Other buildings that were on the grounds, they had um, their own market grounds their own orchids, vineyards, piggeries, just general farming and stuff like that. So like I said, it was kind of implemented as in like a self-sufficient yeah. thing, so it wasn't much needed from outside. At its height, the asylum had and housed over 500 staff and 1,000 patients.
0: That's really small for the size of it.
1: Uh, well, like, yeah, so, I said, so it was 64 buildings over 40 hectares, but like I said, you had... Your farms... Yeah. Like There's still, like, a thousand period. patients. Yeah. The 500... 500, yes. 500 staff, so on-site staff that lived there. Yeah. And a thousand patients. So,
0: 1,500 people for, like, 40 hectares, isn't...
1: It's also, uh... 1866.
0: Yeah. But, like, every, every... Like, you know, man that wasn't happy with his wife back then was like, Ah, she's crazy, let's send her to the well, asylum.
1: Well, yes. Yes, um... I think at one point they believed um, so it was based on a hill mm. and they believed the the wind would cure the crazy out of some of them so hey. that's why they placed it up on a hill um, but yeah back then mental illness was down to anything like you come home your wife
0: didn't cook dinner wasn't waiting <laughs> at yeah. the door with <laughs> your
1: she's possessed she's crazy she's send her away lads
0: yeah Jesus I definitely would have been in an asylum
1: oh yes yes you um <laughs> It definitely would have been a long-term <laughs>
0: <laughs> this one's got the big sad send her away
1: <laughs> the mouth on this one lads, throw it away, it away the <laughs> and also in december of 1886 so later on after the year it was built or oh, sorry 22 years after it was built they added another section uh, uh, which was a jail section known as J ward it was designed and built uh, for individuals who would normally be detained in jail, but were deemed to be criminally insane.
0: Interesting.
1: Some of the more notorious criminals that were locked up were, it was a man called Gary Webb, um, William Bill Wallace, and everyone's favourite Australian, uh, Mark Brandon Chopper-Reed.
0: Really? Yes,
1: he was. He, um, did a bit of a stay there, apparently. Interesting. Yes. I mean, the man cut his own ears off. He doesn't really scream mentally stable.
0: Oh, no, definitely not. The guy was insane.
1: During its 130 years of operation, over 13,000 inmates, patients, and staff members died there.
0: Staff members?
1: So, so people lived there? Yeah. So not all the deaths were murders or...
0: Oh, okay. They just died of old age?
1: Yeah, I mean, all natural natural things, probably a few were murders or suicides. There was a few suicides and stuff like that, but 13,000 in 130 years.
0: Guarantee most of them were dentists.
1: I don't think there was... It's the 1800s. I don't even think dentistry was the thing. Oh. That's if it was, there, it like, would have been dentists. you got ghosts in your blood, do cocaine about it. <laughs> modern, yeah, medicine wasn't as as modern as it is now.
0: You know. <sighs> yeah. Where well, everyone was witches.
1: Yeah. Um, it was... So the architecture was... Oh, it's been labelled as Victorian, like Italiente architecture.
0: Oh, yeah, like Gothic. Like Gothic kind Victorian?
1: Of gotten, kind of, but like... More like...
0: Like my style? No, or like my...
1: white, bright, like bright kind of oh, Victorian. Gross. Yeah.
0: No, I prefer the normal gothic at Victorian. I mean, like, I mean, I
1: think the structures were still the same. It just wasn't made to be dark and gloomy. It was more vibrant and... We're a health place. Jesus. Um, so, but, but yeah, it was kind of designed around that kind of time, like that time frame, like that kind of year. And as a reminder of the time when archaic attitudes to mental health rules. And they had treat the, the standard treatments like lobotomies and straitjackets.
0: Ah, the good old days.
1: And at the time, yeah, and that's when they also had done the... Under, there was, oh, the theory was underdeveloped and it was dangerous at the time was um, yeah, electroconvulsive shock therapy. I was going to say shock therapy. Yeah. Um, today the building is used for ghost tours while reports of visitors unexpectedly... So, Visitors that go through the ghost tours Some of them um, experience Fainting unexpectedly Certain buildings They give um, feelings of like nausea And pain mm-hmm. um, Some of the wards Give off ominous smells
0: Ominous smells Yeah Like
1: I'm not too sure what I, can't... I was going to say what would
0: be classes of ominous smell
1: Like, like sulfur? I think so. Is this like, like, some supernatural like, shit? Yeah, or, like, I think just, like, like a rule. Maybe, like, a just an old cleaning agent kind of thing. Like, yeah, maybe. Like, just a weird old hospitaly smell. Mothballs. Could be. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not too sure. I mean, I wasn't around. It, I don't know how hospitals ran in that time. I mean, it was a lot for a bit of it, but not all of it. <laughs> I mean, it just closed in pretty close to the year that we were born, a couple of years after we were born. Yeah,
0: you said in 1998? 96. 98. 98, yeah, so we we're, were a whole four years old. Yeah,
1: wasn't really visited in mental hospitals in um, Victoria or no. from Perth at that time. Other, other phenomena, also, they could hear um, methodical banging going on, like patients hitting their head against the wall. Like still? More like just like a thud. Yeah, thud but thing. like they can still mm. hear it? Yes, yeah, yeah, just as people going through the ghost tours can hear the just like slight like thud. That'd be eerie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'd uh, vibe with that.
0: No, I don't think I'd vibe with
1: that. No, no, I'm with the uh, ominous smells—mothballs
0: <laughs> and bloody. I mean, it, it could
1: be like rotten eggs, sulphur. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm gonna stick with mothballs. It makes me feel better. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Rather than fire and brimstone. Yeah, that's it. The, so, the, um, one of the more um suspected ghosts—they're like the more like famous Common? ones, like. Yeah, um, was a guy, a man called uh, Governor George Fiddemont. He was the last governor of the jail. So, I don't know why jail's are governor's then. I think it's... it's a... like, I think it's like a warden.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it'd be the same as a warden these yeah. days. In
1: 1886, George was proudly showing a group of people around. He was just coming down the stairs when he suffered a major heart attack and he died on the spot. All oh, dang. Just like, come on, people, here we go. This is what we like, Act- Actual reenactment, the like, I right I, there. I, I get it. He's walking down the stairs. I just, my heart wouldn't bother that either. <laughs> yeah, so he died right there on the spot, true. Given the tour guide, must have been a real fun guide at the time.
0: Yeah, and I could just imagine everyone being like best tour guide that's ever.
1: That's it. He's really, he's really <laughs> convinced the bit. Yeah. Um, let's see. Tour guides and visitors claim to hear heavy footsteps made by hobnail boots walking up and down the stairs.
0: Hobnail boots.
1: I think this is just how the boots were made back then.
0: I'm going to Google it. Give me a sec. I'm just going to have a quick sneaky Google. Hobnail boots. Oh, yeah. They're just like...
1: Old-timey boots?
0: Uh, a hobnail is a short nail with a thick head used to increase the durability of boot soles.
1: Yeah. Old-timey boots.
0: Old-timey boots. They kind of look like... um. Like uh, what do you call them? Combat boots, but with nails in the bottom. Yeah. See, and a horseshoe apparently.
1: Yeah. So there's just a, just a bit of steel backing to. Yeah. Where...
0: Like footy boots.
1: Yeah, but I don't think the nails are supposed to stick out that much.
0: Oh, well, I don't know. Google wouldn't lie to me.
1: Of course, the internet never. Never. Everything no. you read on the internet is true. Continue. So yeah, so around the area where he died people can still hear those old timey boots walking up and down the stairs. But when they go out to investigate and see if anyone's there, no one no one's no one to be seen.
0: You're right. I think at that point I'd be like, you know what? I will not work here anymore.
1: Yeah, so this is yeah, so this is after the prison oh the ward has been closed down and specifically for ghost tours.
0: Uh, i still don't think it'll work that's there. Their like, no thanks.
1: Yes, um, there were a couple of accounts of, like, even the tour guides getting certain feelings and, like, so, like, you know, you get, like, the cold draught yeah. and stuff like that in certain rooms. There are much um, rooms further down that get a lot worse than hearing Steps. Oh, dang. One of the other ghosts was um one of the, the notorious criminals, Gary Webb. So, Gary Webb had a long list of criminal activities. Um, he was finally caught and put inside Aradale. The reason he got, why he got caught was he was about to rob a pizza shop when he was spotted by a policeman. He shot the, he shot the cop who survived and the woman who owned the shop. Oh. Yep, she's still in a wheelchair to this day.
0: Really, that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, um, he was sentenced to prison for 14 years and he was told that if he behaved well, he was able to get his sentence reduced. Um, yeah, it's noted that Gary probably didn't want to leave at all. Started writing letters to the media, telling about what kind of horrific things he was planning to do once he got out. Oh dang! Those were one of the real hype ones. The, and um, yeah, the politicians were obviously received the letters and were worried, and uh, passed a special law to keep him locked up for the rest of his life. It's probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if someone's going, there, yeah, I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna do this," no, but you know, no,
0: I'm, I'm a, I'm a ruin a lot of people's days.
1: But while he was while he was locked um, incarcerated. Aradale he became a self mutilator
0: oh like Albert Fish style
1: you think that's the grey man yeah I'm not too sure so I, there was I'm not sure if it was Gary I do remember back in the day there was someone that was like inculcerated for like for a lot of things and used it to bring more back attention back to their name like haha it's me and they go like he'd like yeah. Cut pieces of himself off, mail to the to the news in, in cigarette packets or the cops, just to get more clear up over their name. Yeah, But um, yeah, so he, he was hospitalised over 70 times.
0: Did uh, they say for
1: what? Uh, cutting himself at three separate occasions, he cut his own penis off.
0: And they sewed it back on three separate times? Two times. Oh, he lost it for good <laughs> <of them. laughs> That's it. That's it, yeah. that's <laughs>
1: it mate. Third time the third strikes. That's, that's it. it. You've, You've lost, lost penis privileges.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
1: Um, yeah. It was too damaged it was too damaged to reattach at that point.
0: What was he cutting it off with?
1: Um, I'm guessing that some form of knife. But like he's sharp in... stolen.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say he's in like a mental ward, right? So they're not like they're not going to give you sharp objects.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, they don't have shoelaces, so what would they have? Yeah, I'd like... <laughs> give me your shoelaces and I'll give you this knife if you even trade, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so, like, apparently, so he's um, been suspected to still haunt his former room in the jail block and, uh... Um...
0: Do you reckon if he's haunting, do you reckon it's uh, pre- or post-penis? Do you reckon... <laughs> I,
1: think it's, I think it's post-penis, well, because he's been, um... So there have been um, stories about of it, people were hearing somebody scream to get out from the cell.
0: That'd be terrifying.
1: Yeah, it's like not like like a little family like, get out, but like screaming at them.
0: Yeah, right. Have that it...
1: kind of mad energy. Yeah. screams. Post the penis. penis. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you um, when when you were researching it and stuff, did you find any of the like? Obviously,
1: they do go to I see his penis? Us. No. <laughs> I,
0: didn't, I, didn't look up. I mean, like any any of like recordings of like any of the stuff
1: going on. Um, I did watch one YouTube video of a lot that did do uh, so. They didn't um go through J Block. They did go through a couple of these places, like um. I don't know why anyone would go there on a thing, but the church, because uh, obviously if a place is haunted, you got to go to the church. Of course. Um, a couple of other. Um, places in it there's a couple of places I'll touch through here that they were through and um
0: was there anything spooky in that?
1: they or they do like the EMF the spirit uh, box yeah they talked um to uh, I thought his name was Jimmy maybe um and then you'd see shadows behind like this is through the recording you could see shadows behind like those smoky glass doors mm. you'd, they'd run around check it they'd be gone Hearing a lot of bangings cold drafts people touching them yeah. um, one of them had a severe feeling of dread I'm just like, like even to the point of like no that's it i'm not recording anymore i'm going home like I'm, they I'm left
0: i'm done skis
1: that's it yeah he's like no i'm just i'm not i can't i can't physically go in this place anymore I'm, I'm and he just left
0: you're gonna you're gonna have me like going home i'm a, i'm gonna go home and i'm gonna supposed to be editing this but i'm gonna go home and just like youtube this shit now i'm just wasting hours yes instead I mean, of doing what I'm supposed to be pretty doing.
1: Like, it's pretty good like you can see like see what they're going to go through it's um I watched them because like I said a bunch of gaming people yeah but um yeah they're um the, their YouTube name is The Boys and when they go to the Haunted Asylum they've um done other places that I might talk about later like uh the Clown Motel in America oh yeah it's one of the, I think it's known to be one of the most haunted hotels in America
0: nice
1: clown themed if that's not fucking creepy enough nah no, that's yeah.
0: I'm good thanks
1: <laughs> yeah fuck that hmm um what are the other ghosts like the more frequent ghosts is one they believe to be Nurse Kerry
0: she like Nurse Ratchet.
1: Uh, no she's nice I think like so she's not very malevolent like man, man, malevolent malevolent she's not I don't think she's Bad, but she is known to like so she haunts what was the women's ward. So like I was saying before with the Barracks style, yeah. One side was male side, one side was female. And she's known to haunt through the women's section of it. Um apparently she's also been known to uh, watch over the tour guides. So
0: In a good way or a bad good, way? way, like I
1: said, so she wasn't
0: she wasn't she nasty. Wasn't, she wasn't
1: nasty, she wasn't like yeah, Vengeful. Yeah. Yeah. She was just... She's just there. She's just... She's like, what up? I'll show you like, around. what did you say you was? I like to cry.
0: <laughs> what did you say her name was?
1: Uh, Nurse no, Kerry.
0: Okay. She She's now dubbed Nanny Kerry. Nanny, Nanny, Nanny Kerry. Nanny Kerry. Old Nanny Kerry. Old Nanny Kerry, yeah. Watching the tour guards while hovering around with a pie.
1: Um. But apparently there has been multiple cases of a few ghosts being witnessed around in nurses uniforms so i think some of them are suspected to be her not all of them though oh <laughs> um some people while walking through certain like medical parts of the wards uh, experience a tingling sensation on the side of their heads when walking around like past certain rooms um and then they've obviously brought like this they're like um, i kind of something here they bring it up to the tour guide and they find out later that that was the room where they did all the electroshock therapy
0: that'd be my room like just, just for epilepsy they'd be just like shock the bitch
1: well I, I think epilepsy was one of the it was yeah big, yeah they're like we can fix that yeah just drill a hole in your head lobotomise them and, and start you
0: yeah that's it just drag in a car battery
1: but yeah so yeah so yeah certain people on the tour would experience a, a tingling sensation on the side of their head um, yeah, and that would be when they're passing either through or past the electroshock ward, which is always fun. Yeah. To uh, have a little reminder, a little, little tickle on the head.
0: <laughs> a little tickle for a treat. A little
1: bit of electricity for a treat. <laughs> um, this, the very, the same ward, um, other people have claims to have felt like nausea and dizziness, so they, they kind of walk in and then they just get completely overwhelmed with like... like it's like dizzy spells I, I get the same sick. thing
0: when I walk into work
1: <laughs> yeah these people are paying to be, there. <laughs> paid to be there they're doing it for funsies
0: they're doing for funsies
1: yeah so feelings of yeah just general well unwellness nausea so sickness like vomiting dizziness they feel that in um, a few cells through the women's wards and as well as some of the uh, surgery wards um, apparently one of the Tour takers? What do, you, what do you call
0: them? Tour guides?
1: No, not the guides. The people that took, them, they, they, oh, went on the tours.
0: The consumer?
1: Yeah, the tour consumers. Um, the
0: tour consumers.
1: Um, one apparently reported that their son saw a figure standing in some part of the women's area. So, um, I think they presume that that's the nurse carry one?
0: Was she in a nurse's outfit?
1: It doesn't say. It just says that the son... Just, seen, just a figure. a figure. So maybe it wasn't... Like, a person who was, like, a silhouette or... Yeah. ...some... something. Then there's other accounts of visitors walking past the former office of the superintendent. Mm-hmm. Is some this of, the one that died? No. No, that was the governor. That was the governor. So this is the, the... superintendent, I believe, is the... the head honcho warden person. Um, but it, apparently, so walking past and walking through... through his office, um some people comment on tasting a bitter taste in their mouth like yeah i'm, I'm not too sure what kind of but yeah but um, according to reports the superintendent died by suicide there like uh, when he was there by after swallowing prussic acid or hydrogen cyanide Ew. so he's obviously ingested some yeah. form of poison
0: i wonder if it'd be like bitter if it'd be like metallic-y like being an acid
1: I don't think it would be metallic-y. I think I think, yeah, it would be oh what well, if it's acidic, it'd be forgive me, forgive me uh, alkaline, yeah, so it would be a bitter, yeah, kind of taste kind of like, oh, I mean, like lemon, lemons are kind of an acid, and,
0: yeah, just think of acid, I just think of batteries,
1: yeah, never tasted them,
0: it's metallicy, oh, yeah
1: stop licking battery ass. Well, it was
0: because I was, I was curious, because like when when you have an epileptic fit, you get a metallic taste in your mouth. I remember someone telling me it was very much... They called that an aura. An aura? Really? Ah, mm. oh, okay. It's
1: the signs of that you're about to have it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. And someone told me once it's the same taste when you lick a battery, allegedly. So I was like, oh, is it? And so I licked a battery.
1: I mean, I've licked a battery. It's like the little nine voltage It's mm. chocolate. It's time, ooh, that looks weird, but I've never gone crack one on the... Let me crack open a cold one oh, real quick
0: and have, know, a good have a sip. I haven't cracked open batteries and just drunk the inside contents. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: had all the good, show, good stuff in
0: the back. <laughs> a little bit of batteries for a treat. Yeah, a little, little <laughs> sip to get me through my day. I hope my boss doesn't listen to this. He's just going to be like, that's it. That's the it. battery bin at work, it and taken away. Cassie's Cass sipping wiped
1: it. Away. <laughs> just sipping on the jungle
0: juice batteries. <laughs> doesn't even taste that good
1: does <laughs> it? <laughs> well, battery acid is very acidic and can burn your skin.
0: It can, yeah.
1: So you probably shouldn't be drinking it. No. Hmm. Um, there was also, yeah, so the, the doctor or the superintendent who committed suicide is believed to be Dr. William L. Mullen, who died in 1912. Interesting. That's probably how you had access, access to, uh...
0: Yeah, that... Yeah.
1: There are um, other... Other accounted rooms in the jail ward, so the, the jail part. People suddenly feel ill and uh, struck with intense amounts of fear. Just
0: I can understand that being in a jail ward.
1: Yeah, but it's just like kind of walking in, like through like a room, and then just being just full-blown ten or eleven panic attack. Yeah, right. We need, a, we need an Audi.
0: Just I'm done. Four hundred. My. Fight or flight experiences come in, and I am not a fighter.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, other people have been recorded to slip into a trance like state, which they're kind of like airheady, kind of not all there, which um, apparently remar- mirac- miraculously passes as soon as they leave the, the mm. hospital. Interesting. Yeah. People have been reported being pushed and bitten bitten yeah so bite marks and being shoved around while in the J Ward Jesus so I, th- I think whatever is whatever is in the J Ward obviously because the, they were all criminals and general evildoers aside from just general mental patients yeah I don't think they're I think they're a, a lot more dangerous than the older uh, Nanny Kerry. Nanny They're Kerry.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> she's the one there putting the band-aids on after they come back from the they <laughs> Yeah.
0: And she's like soothing them with little like ice, what are the ice bags put on their head. Even
1: little ice chips to, to numb on. To yeah. Throw up. People have heard ticking tocks. Um, again, the methodical banging happening through there. And certain camera and other electrical equipment have randomly malfunctioned while... Well, no. Like, consistently? Not consistently, no.
0: Okay, so it could just be like they didn't set it up properly or like... I don't know, I'm I very sceptical.
1: So. Yeah, so I think it's more kind of like a so like video camera, yeah, and then a certain parts it'll fuzz out and, yeah. and come back. Yeah, okay. Um, the ward, yes, is supposedly haunted by three prisoners who were hung and buried at Aradale, but because they were convicted of murder... And they weren't given a Christian burial, so they were just marked in, and
0: unmarked grave.
1: That's it. Just, I think there's, it's, it's marked with three small scratches in the prison wall.
0: Huh. Well, so it's underneath the prison. It's like, like in the, inside
1: inside the, the compound. Yeah. Against the wall, hung them, chopped them round back. Do they
0: have like? You'd think they'd have like, um, sort of what do you call them? Uh, Records, yeah, you'd have records of them, so you'd be able to find out who they were shortly.
1: Or do, well, they don't know, I mean, because obviously, so many people back I've... then have come and gone, yeah. Like, there was a lot of like, so staff were living there, yeah, were living there. A, lo- a lot of people coming in and out, you probably could. So, do they have like three marks they each, have or have just like five, one mark? There's a great, There's a great, There's a great, but obviously, no headstone or yeah. Or, here lies old Barry Smith, it's just, uh, here's one of them, here's another, here's another.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: We should go sometime.
1: I mean, it's just down the road. I'm just sorry. down,
0: it's not just down the road. Sure it is. It's not just down, that's like a plane trip, my dude. That nah. is not just down the road. It's
1: like a four day drive.
0: Bro, I didn't even drive to South, well I did drive to South Australia, that is enough. I'm planing it.
1: Planing would be a lot more convenient.
0: It would be convenient. Whoa.
1: That's the story of Aradale Aradale In Victoria Aradale Aradale It's in Aradale
0: oh. It's called Aradale it, Try saying that ten times when you're drunk Yes And it's So it's just open for like Ghost tours So and it's stuff
1: kind now. of like well, What Fremantle Prison is now yeah. yeah So they do I'm not sure So when it, the, the video I watched on them Of the people doing it On the YouTube They done a Night lock-in I don't know whether that's a common occurrence or just because there that, are YouTubers and yeah. like vloggers. They vlogged it. Um but yeah, so they do like your normal ghost tours and
0: Yeah, right. I don't know if I'd want to go on a night lock in. I think it's a bit much. Yeah. I think I'd definitely soil myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um well, so so in the video, there there was the part where they were sitting there in the like in the, like obviously this is in the dark. Mm. It's an old like it didn't they it closed jet, jet. quite recently, but.
0: What are you barking at? Fucking anything.
1: <laughs> the dumbass.
0: Oh, jet! You're not a dumbass. You just got funky tooth.
1: Snaggle tooth.
0: Snaggle tooth and calls him Harry McClary. <laughs>
1: he's not that hairy, though. Not, nah. He doesn't have, He's like a sheep.
0: He's like a sheep. Little Bob Marley dog. Anyway, uh, yeah. That's interesting. Because, like, yeah, I think I could definitely do a, uh, a lock-in.
1: Yes, well, I mean, yes, the one that they did, there was, like, some par- like par- parents... I don't know if they left the lights off because... Like to kind of get more reactive, so they either like, they went in there with like, you, like your little EMF, your little beep, beep, Yeah. So obviously, certain electronic equipment would interfere with that.
0: Yeah. Power lines, even.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no power lines in the middle of a asylum. No,
0: but they'd have power going to it. Yeah, yeah. So they'd have like generators and stuff, I assume. Yeah. Especially being that old. Well, I'm definitely not picking a massive case again next time. No. Because that took me forever. Mmm. It is content, but like, I I, I think I deserve to pick a smaller one next time. I earned it. You earned it. I earned it.
1: Have a small one as a
0: treat. Have a small one as a treat, that's it. And like, I still gotta go back through and edit it all, so. Mm. All all of my stutters, my terrible pronunciations of American states.
1: Pronunciations?
0: That is what I said. Don't even start with me.
1: Um, and I said I'm a lot you do
0: yes I'm sure these will be things that we we sort of work out a later still recording day. still recording well, oh hello hello well I my book I huh? don't have a book you don't have a book <laughs> <laughs> you know you're going to have to write one yeah just it's just going to be like a one page it's just going to be like hello
1: it's going to be my book by Daniel from Medina. <laughs> it's, going consist, it's going to be 180 pages thick. Yep. 179 of them are going to be empty. But right in the middle there, it's going to be one line, two words, Cheese cunt. We're gonna
0: sell it for four ninety nine. Four ninety promoted enough. It will be like um, my dad wrote a porno podcast and how much that book sold now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Except that's actually got content. It's
0: like <laughs> uh, Everyone's gonna be like expecting it now. Okay. Well, that's that. We will see you again.
1: <laughs> yes, we will see you later hauntings.